0: Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Your Pretty For A podcast. I am one of your hosts, Saba, I'm back. <laughs> Yay! I'm Aman. And I'm Salma. And just before we start, so this episode, uh, we want to do a two-part series on what's currently going on with um, the EU, how companies can now ban hijab at work. That's what the court has ruled. Um, and so we just wanted to do a two-part series about... Um, so the first one, um, Western relationships with hijab and how our, you know, Muslim bodies are constantly being uh, policed. And um, the second episode, we want to do it from a kind of Middle Eastern perspective and our relationship with hijab and our um, our struggles with it and what our community finds taboo and what they don't. Um, so
1: yeah, but before we start, how are you guys <laughs> I'm okay. Obviously Eid Mubarak to everyone. Yeah, yeah It was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. it was yesterday. So that was really good just to kind of be with family. Obviously easing of restrictions in the UK. How do you guys feel about that? I'm not gonna lie, all them scenes in the club is yucky. But mm. it's not for me. I don't mm. believe all these people are double jabbed. Yeah. You don't know. Of course they're not double jabbed. You don't have to be double jabbed.
2: No, you no, don't not until not September. September. No
1: excuse me yeah no no not until september that's why there's a lot of uproar about it being eased in the way that it's been eased so that's kind of scary it's gonna really scary on here not because of anything else and genuinely like aside the pandemic i don't think i could ever go to a club in the same way that i used to go to the club Mm. even though i haven't been clubbing like in the way that i was clubbing when I was eighteen. Now, but it's just disgusting. Yeah, it's just people's nasty, their body odour. The <laughs> ugh, ugh, ugh. I would never do it anyway, and let alone you're in a pandemic. That is really flipping gross. Yeah. So yeah, there was just a, there was just a lot. Yeah. A lot yeah. Of, and there was a lot of floods as well especially in yeah, London. Yeah. It affected yeah. a lot of people's mm-hmm. homes. Yeah,
0: all around Europe to be honest what's going on in mm-hmm. Germany and Belgium mm-hmm. and stuff its actually mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Climate change really is real sad. guys. Yeah. Climate change is real. really really sad. Um yeah no it's been scary week and a lot of in a lot of ways what about you Salma
2: I mean same thing as Amanda said I cannot really handle the freedom day vibes um just because (laughs) (laughs) just because like now I just don't know where anyone's been and I have no idea like their hygiene level like I just don't know I don't know and everything's a risk and this variant be crazy I've had so many people contract COVID it's actually I think this has been the worst month of people getting COVID, yeah. that of people that I know personally, and
1: young people as well, like young, young people like that your, I know. People who have
2: already been vaccinated once have got it. Like it's oh, just it, it's why
0: cra- yeah, mm-hmm. crazy, yeah, crazy. How has varying. it been for them though? Is it like still as intense? Yeah, as people
2: who haven't? yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I had a friend who was vaccinated oh when she contracted. She only got one jab, and she just kept sleeping like eighteen hours a day. Like she just couldn't function at all. And I was just like, okay, great. This is weird, and it's still the same thing. Like you're not, you're not technically protected completely yeah
0: your life's put on pause yeah
2: so then that's still making me scared so yeah kind of the same um yeah. but in terms of this week yeah i was hey it was super fun to be with the family i saw a play this week that was something <gasps> good was i the saw creative. that oh my god yeah. but, uh, what did you watch it was so good so it's in sloan square um you should, everyone should definitely watch it it's um Called seven methods of killing Kylie Jenner. Really weird, but um, it makes more sense when you're in there. So it's basically two black women. I would say they're literally our age, like maybe twenties, and they're just having conversations on the stage. There's um, influencing from like Twitter and stuff like that. The segments where they explain like the online side. Long story short, it's a glamorization basically of black women's features on white women, and they're oh, making money from really it. Is,
1: you know that is really up my. Honestly, and yeah. it
2: started really comedic. Like by the way, the slang they were using, I was like, how are any of these old people? Like at one point they were just using um, acronyms because I think they were like, I think it was all online. I think the concept was like they're online, but they're talking as their virtual selves. Oh, I see. But then I didn't get that until halfway through, but maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Mm. And then at one point she literally said... Um, uh, what'd you say? FFS, BMT, DPMO. And yeah. I was just like, no one's going to get anything. <laughs> <Everyone's> <laughs> gonna be yeah. so Yeah. Confused. And they kept saying, oh my God, do you remember when we were 16 went to that Shubs I'm like, no one got that word. No I'm one like, it. and, and, Shubs, and these yeah. like 60 year olds, I'm like, do you want me to translate? Yeah. <laughs> I do so But really good. So that's one positive of the Freedom Day. How much is the ticket? Oh my God, on Mondays, they're 12 pounds. Oh,
1: really? They release. I know, my colleague
2: told me, and I was like, what? She was like, yeah, but they release in the morning. So everyone, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to hear this in time, but try and get it. But otherwise, okay. honestly worth a watch. Nice. Um, I'm going to yeah. go.
1: How long is that on for? Do you
2: know? I mean, ugh, when I saw probably another two weeks, maybe the next. <gasps> oh, my God. 11. So I've got to go like this yeah. yeah. Go, go okay. so. I oh do fine. I do recommend it.
1: Come and yeah. we'll go. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: let's go. So um, you're a Sorry, yeah, you I've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched um, Romeo and Juliet at Regent's Park. <gasps> open oh, oh the guy from
2: Had to Get with Murders in it? No? Really? Who's the wrong one? Not West. Not West. Yeah, Is there's one. Yes, there's another one. I think, oh no, that's in the Globe Theatre. No, 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 no. He's no, Romeo yeah, and Juliet. Yes, they're doing a, a modern but, rendition. Yeah. Should we go? Yes. yes, absolutely, I <laughs> love him.
1: Um, yeah, no, you know, I want watched- You know, well, I'm not joking. He's been my crush since Harry Potter. What? He's Are you actually right? serious? He has, he has, he's he has. Beautiful. I always saw him as- almost. Oh. I okay, okay. <laughs> I PO in the me. background, <laughs> POV. You're the main character, honestly. He, uh, uh, kill and me. then I saw him in obviously How to Get a Woman. I'm a big, yeah, that show. How to a mm-hmm. I'm a really, really big fan of it. That um, so, so I'm, I'm
0: definitely, I mean, that. yeah, let's go then. Definitely so watch yeah. Watch um, no, he's not in it. Okay, sorry good about guy. that. Okay. But yeah, I went and watched Romeo and Juliet, and it was like a modern adaptation, but it's still the original play. So they okay. were like so it was a black woman and a white guy that were Romeo and Juliet um, and they were like dressed more modernised
1: but it was really good it was um, I don't like modernised ones though yeah but but western. one's modernised and it was like you still had that is it when I mean modernised I don't mean the people that play it I mean them using smartphones and shit
0: no they weren't they
1: won't, they not uh, But it was a bit. Do you know what
0: I mean?
2: What? Like they're wearing jeans. I definitely saw an Adidas track suit in. West oh well. yeah, I saw a No way, yeah,
1: I'm not watching that. Yeah. Do you want the proper like courses? Yeah.
0: It was, they did have corsets cool sets and stuff, but they were like modernized. Or like Le- with jeans. I get you, No, I get you. And I watched also Amelie in theatre as well, which was lovely. Oh, so they've okay. done a about? musical of the film, the French film, Amelie.
2: I was going to say, I saw um,
1: like that. French it was film. brilliant. It was
0: really, really nice. Aww. The set was amazing. I'm Super nice. Set. So, yeah, have you really guys, well
1: sorry, just to go, I don't know why I just thought of it, but it's just, it's a film recommendation. It's on Sky. I'm sure it's on somewhere else. Um, but just off the back of I don't like modern day mm-hmm. stuff. Have you guys watched Antebulum? It's got no. Janelle Monae. Yeah, in yeah, it. I know, I know what you're talking Have about. You? No, but I, I love Janelle. It's horror, Monáe. isn't it? It's horror. Yeah, so it's, I'm just a bit. No, no, no. It's I horror. horror I, I, don't like horror, but you'll be able to watch it. Is it like hmm. gal vibes? I
2: love. Yeah, it's, like it's not the, horror. It's horror. The
1: thing of. Um,
0: yeah, it's Janelle Monae is my girl crush. I'm obsessed with her. I love her.
1: Anyway um She's amazing yeah. in concert as well you do got to watch brilliant. it
0: you seen her? Yeah oh,
2: Stop
1: I saw her She's in a really big fan. Oh my fair. god yeah,
2: Is she's she like a performer Or is she more like just a singer She's a performer
0: She's a proper performer And do you know who came on the stage? Lupita Nyong'o <gasps> oh.
2: I love and Lupita Nyong'o On the cr- like,
0: Yeah of Wait what did she do? With did she just cr- come cr- and dance? They, they just started dancing Oh that's really They cute. just started dancing And yeah it was just like such Like she is I listen to her when I'm sad. Like, she's such a good like, energy booster. I love That's her. That's so good. She's, yeah. she's a great actress as well. She, she never she ages. A good, yeah, her she's skin a good, is phenomenal. She's, she's a great actress. She's a really
1: good actress. She, yeah, she is a really good actress. Absolutely and the, that film was the first film that I've seen her act in.
0: Really? Uh, I saw her act in The Secret Life of Bees, and I loved her in that. I love that no, film. No, I didn't watch that. Yeah, really, really good. But yeah, mm. so on to the topic. segueing from Janelle Monae yeah. to the Hajar band. <laughs> great segue, but... um. So on Thursday, the European Union's top court has ruled that employees may forbid the wearing of visible symbols of religious or political beliefs, such as hijabs, under certain conditions. The case was brought to court by two women in Germany who were suspended from their jobs after they started wearing hijab, a headscarf worn by many Muslim women who feel it part of their religion. More than five million Muslims live in Germany, making them the largest minority group there. The EU court's 2017 ruling on headscarves was seen as contradicting a ruling from the European Court of Human Rights in 2013 that allowed crosses to be worn at work. So it's very much attacking specifically Muslim women. It's targeting Muslim women. A cross is a religious symbol. And I'm sure they wouldn't really say anything about a Star of David. Now, I understand it's not as um, visible and it's not as outspoken as wearing a hijab, wearing a cross. It's a lot more you know simple it's a lot more quieter if you want to put it that way Mm. than uh, a hijab um so is wearing a star of david a hijab is like the walking embodiment of religion like you are whatever space you're entering if you're wearing it everyone instantly knows what you're what you identify as Mm. it's not really a fashion statement it's nothing like that like no one a white woman is not going to go into an office wearing a headscarf. It's very much specifically to religion. So I just, I don't know, what are your opinions on that? I just wanted to kind of start, give a bit of background information about it. Also the last um, a few months ago there was uh, that whole problem with France and their um, ruling about hijab so yeah I just wanted to do an episode to really kind of dive into it and discuss it coming from Muslim women who aren't hijabi and a muslim woman who used to wear a hijab
2: Mm -hmm. it's Mm. true um for me so the hijab as you said is the embodiment of islam so there's no way you can you know hide away from representing a religion when you wear a hijab and it comes with a certain lifestyle it's very hard um but it's a decision that a lot of women make because they feel that they want to be close to god in that way and it is part of our religion that's the that's the first point but when it comes to this law passing, mm. it really to me feels like in this moment in time, it's literally be anything you want, but a Muslim woman. Like be anything, but you can't wear this this headscarf and you can't make this choice, which is a personal choice. And the fact that it can be a discrimination against work because I have I have a cousin who lives in Spain and when she visited the first time in London we were like went to a Zara and Zara is obviously a Spanish company and she walked in and, and she saw these hijab and she's like oh my god there's so many hijabis here that that work here how did they get hired and I'm like they just applied online and she was like no in Spain they, they wouldn't get through the mm. application stage and I was like oh, are you being serious and she's like yeah that's why I don't wear one because I don't have like I won't get a job otherwise.
0: Yeah, you're, you, and the fir- you don't have security.
2: Yeah, and this was like five years ago. And the first time I heard it, I was like, I never knew you could do that. I never knew you could just like off the bat be like, oh, you wear a hijab, goodbye type of thing. Um, and the fact that now it's a law that can be used in court for legal reasons, very scary. I think it's very um, scary, the power that, that gives a lot of people to be discriminatory.
0: So I think a lot of like people's argument, right, to play devil's advocate mm. is that as a, as a business, as a company, you can, you might not want your staff to show any kind of political leanings, religious leanings, any kind of symbolism of that, so that that doesn't create kind of division, any kind of division. But I think that's
1: absolutely bullshit. Like, Definitely. That's 100% bullshit because you can't, there's division in people's skin colour there's division yeah. the in the types of food that people bring into work one time i brought in food to work i put I it in the this. microwave and someone said what's that smell there's always going to be that like i know you want to laugh but genuinely just, no i'm laughing because i've of mine, experienced my brand, brand of mine i just had a simple lubia yeah, yeah no and, no i'm literally like thinking about it like, and lubia for like people who don't know it's like a, it's like a it's beans that's what yeah, it is yeah. with it's actually a vegan dish yeah so what I don't understand is why they think that being a visibly Muslim is what is going to be a dividing factor mm. when there are so many other things that are dividing factors. For example, I don't drink alcohol. Do you know how many of my work colleagues go to the pub and I never get invited to the pub? I'm not saying mm. that I want to be invited to the pub. And this is not just even in my workplace. Now, this is in every single place that I've been to. The pub physically revolts me and I don't, I don't drink alcohol. However, the fact that I don't go and socialise with you in the pub that's already a divisive Mm. thing that I am doing, regardless as to whether I wear hijab or not. So actually, I think that's a little bullshit, and I think it's an anti-Islamic law that they are trying to pass through, and it's anti-human rights because you don't say the same thing that is targeting other religions, such as Catholicism or Judaism, who also have women who cover their hair. So I don't want to hear none of it. Mm.
0: Wearing
1: a hijab,
0: at work doesn't affect you. You're not gonna type any slower if you're in an office environment. Yeah. Your customer service isn't gonna be worse if you're in retail or something like that. You know, you're not more likely to drop a plate of food if you're a waitress yeah. or anything. Like It's so specific on Muslim women. Mm. Um, and I know they're saying religious um, symbolism, but hijab is the embodiment of I don't even think it's a symbol. Islam. It no, it is a symbol. No You are carrying your no, religious
1: identity when you're wearing a hijab. Any room you walk in, you're yeah, instantly recognized I, as a Muslim. I, I understand that, but it's not a religious symbol because a man can't wear it. So I don't see it as just a like what it is a sim- it is a symbol of the religion, it is a symbol of Islam, but I don't even think that it should be seen as it's just it's just a woman wanting to cover herself that is mm-hmm. in line with Islamic duty. Because even if we, the hijab is just it has been developed into what it is. You can wear modest. You can, it can, put be, interpreted it, it can be interpreted you however you want it. Yeah, but you can wear or you can dress modestly however you want to dress modestly. So this obsession with Muslim women, this obsession with policing Muslim women based on this has got nothing to it genuinely has got nothing to do with the religion and i tell you why it's different to wearing a cross or different to wearing a, a, a star of david or anything like that yeah because this is genuinely about how to wear your yourself how to ha- i can't explain it it's, it's not a lifestyle. it's not it's a lifestyle yeah, exactly. it's not it's not saying i am from this religion even though it is saying that no, but, it but it is. it's not saying it's not saying no, but this is where I disagree with you. I think it's a little bit different because if I put on a necklace with a cross, that is me saying I am a Christian. Mm. If I put on a necklace with a Star of David, that is me saying it, I'm a saying. Or, you know, the um, I don't know what it's called. Star of David. No, the sword. The oh, Sikhism. Uh, yeah, no. For the Shias. The, yeah, the Shias. The the that's yeah. you wearing it saying I am Shia. Yeah. yeah? However, when you're wearing the hijab, yeah, or when you're just dressing modestly. That is just what you have to dress. But Does that hijab, make sense? It, no,
0: but I understand what you're saying, but it is a symbolism of Islam. When, as a former person who wore mm. a hijab, and I've mentioned this before, and I'll discuss it more in our second part, mm. you are... You are visibly Muslim. You are visibly mm-hmm. Muslim in Western standards, and you carry... A lot of significance mm. in terms of your religion in the religious community. Mm-hmm. You're a walking symbol of the religion. You're embodiment. You're an embodiment of the but religion. But this is a, a recent representation. Thing. No, I mean no, like
2: recent in history because before women used to wear dress modestly uh, exactly. regardless. No,
0: I know, but we're talking yeah. about now and anyway. But when I'm well, when we're talking about the EU's verdict on this, and saying it's a religious covering, like they're kind of doing a blanket statement on all religions, is bullshit, because this is clearly targeted to Muslim Mm. women, because that is the most visible thing. You can tuck in your cross, you can tuck in your Star of David, Mm. you are, you know, you're not, it's not as loud as a hijab. Mm. When you're wearing a hijab, you're instantly recognized, you're instantly looked at when you go into a shop, you're more likely probably to be followed around. Mm. There's, you know, people are more nervous around you because of whatever. These are things that I've experienced myself, Mm and I know know this. And that, so it's, if you want to be modest, if you want to compare it to modesty, you can be modest in the way you dress and you cover your skin and whatever, but
1: hijab, you can wear hijab and be immodest, Yeah, no, of course. But hijab is hijab. It's separate from that. No, no, no. But what I'm saying to you, I understand that in today's society and in the way we see it, yes, it is separate from that. Yes, it is a symbol. However, it shouldn't just be a symbol of that. Does that make sense? As in, that is just the way... That is just the way that you have yeah, to cover it shouldn't, yourself. It shouldn't be If, for example, with men, yeah, they have to also dress modestly and they have a noticeable beard, yeah? So, for example, that is just the way that they are. But it isn't noticeably Muslim, in my view, how, because there's a lot of people that can wear longer beards and that can wear more modest clothing, not necessarily the tail, but, you know, not cu- like covering their Aura Awara, for those who don't know, is um, the part of the body that shouldn't be shown, but a man's aura is like his top half, yeah? So if he's covering that and he's got a longer beard, it doesn't necessarily mean he's Muslim. However, a Muslim man will dress that way and will grow his his beard in that way because that is in line with his religious teachings. So a woman covering her hair, that is in line with the religious teachings. However, because of the way that society has developed, it has been you know, now seen as a symbol of Islam. When I personally don't see why it should, that should just be the symbol of Islam. If anything, yes, she is a Muslim. Yeah. I don't wear hijab. Yeah. But, the, and and my younger sister wears hijab. There's a lot of people in my family that wear hijab. I'm not... I'm not not someone who doesn't know what hijab is or anything right? even though I've never worn it or experienced it myself. Sometimes if I go to the mosque, I wear hijab. Mm -hmm. I know when I go to the mosque and I wear hijab, people look at me, I am visibly a Muslim. Mm -hmm. However, that is not fair because I am just covering in accordance with what the book says for me to cover in the same way you have in Catholicism or in Judaism, do you understand? But just because a lot of Muslim women choose to cover in the way that they choose to cover, it has become a symbol. Does that make sense? I don't think it was always just a symbol. I see what you're saying, but also it's because it's more noticeably
0: there in society Mm -hmm. when we're talking about living in a Western country. So like Mm -hmm. when you're walking down the street, you're gonna notice. Yeah, because the you don't have girl, a lot of Catholics majority, that cover. You don't have yeah, a lot of Christians that cover. because the majority aren't yeah. covered. You're gonna notice the one that yeah. is. So that's why it's more of a symbol. And because we are a minority.
1: I and I completely get that. But I personally don't. I like. I understand that it is a symbol now. But I think that it shouldn't be a symbol because for me that is just part of it. Yeah, no. Of it course, that should just that be, be the only thing, as a, Yeah, as that shouldn't just be covering. the only
0: thing. Yeah, exactly. I get it. No, yeah. and I and I agree. It shouldn't be so. Like, I feel like when you do wear a hijab, you have, like, a million cameras on you. Mm. And it's, like, not just your community. Mm. It's, like, <laughs> literally everyone. Everyone. E- everyone. Mm. So, no, I do completely get what you mean. But it is very, very much uh, this law that's been placed, I feel like, it's very, very much centred on policing uh, Muslim women's bodies. And it's something that we're seeing time and time again. And so... I think people playing devil's advocate are like, well, you know, a company has a right to ban it at their workplace if they if they want that because they want to create a neutral environment where they don't, um, no one shows any sign of religiousness or you know political leanings or anything like that. So we can have a very PC. But this is office. what I'm
1: saying about symbolism mm. because wearing the hijab is neutral but because they've turned it into a symbol, it's not neutral. So mm. they have literally played the media into us thinking that it's a symbol when it shouldn't but be it a symbol. it is a symbol. It will always it be is a, symbol a, it is a symbol but it's, it's different. It's... Okay, I understand that. It's different because they're not used to it, and but they have literally played in the media that it's a symbol. Mm. However, it's a symbol of, okay, yes, I am a Muslim and I cover, but I am still neutral. No, but I because, because but, but I they've know, now Catholics
0: and Jewish people but, and loads yeah, of people but religions they've now
1: cover. but they've now marketed it so that you are different you 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 can't be neutral you can only be a muslim that is your only personality trait that is your only character trait mm-hmm. and you do everything leading everything in life with a like with a muslim mentality it's like saying for example no muslim woman can work in an lgbtq plus positive company no muslim woman can work in uh, uh, another company that promotes other things where they th- where they might think that it might conflict with the religion. They're not realising that we can be a part of every single, everyday society, whether that be in sports, whether that be in TV, whether that be in hospitality, retail, and they are. corporate services. They and they are, this is what I'm saying, and they are, but because they associate it with being a symbol and a negative one at that, that is why they are able to put in this law because now they have said that we're not neutral.
0: Yeah. No, and... I do see your perspective on that. And it's because I think hijab has been... So with other religions, I feel like, and this is just my opinion, but the way that women cover has obviously now changed and it's adapted. And so a lot of Catholics don't cover their hair. A lot of Jewish people don't... Orthodox Jewish people don't cover their hair. Or they leave their religion or whatever. Islam is kind of one of the ones that's still kind of keep that and have made it mainstream and the way that hijabis are now on, you know, fashion magazines and mm. are on Pretty Little Thing and ASOS, you know, advertise, you've got Nike hijab, all mm. these things. So we've adapted what hijab is so that we can align our religion mm. with our, um, you know, with pop culture and like with our lives and just, mm. uh, w- we've adapted it with our day-to-day life, mm. essentially. So. That is really against what kind of... Capitalism really promotes, obviously, sex and promotes all these things, that that kind of imagery. Sex sells, right? And you are a clear, like, symbol against that. You're covering yourself. So it's it's very much against everything they want to promote. Mm. But at the same time, they're realizing that there's a gap in the market for this. So you're seeing things like Nike, Making the hijab, uh, night hijab for these women, and they're marketing it for hijabis. You're seeing it pop up on different um, uh, retail websites. The you know models in hijab, which is great on the surface, and it's you feel oh my god inclusivity and this is brilliant and all of this stuff, but their sweatshops are like in our countries and they they don't care about islam they don't care about the Uyghur muslims they don't care about these things where what they're doing to them right that's capitalism in general no no no. Yeah. i understand but mm. i'm talking in terms of like it's so half-assed mm. like you can't you can't do these laws but against they, us but then try and promote us for capital gain mm-hmm. right you're seeing the nike hijab being promoted and whatnot. Nike Hijab, that is a stolen concept from small hijabi designers who have created hijab styles for athletes mm. for years and have been trying to push that for years, and they don't have a platform. And hijabi girls have been buying from there, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Nike said, Takes that concept and makes it, and makes this whole thing. Everyone is so excited about it. Everyone's promoting it, sharing it. It's brilliant, and it like as a former Hijabi, as a kid, if I saw that, I would be like, "Oh my god, that's incredible!" Yeah. But it's such a bullshit agenda because you could have collaborated with a small designer, Hijabi designer. You could have brought her onto your team and made her design it, right? You see, Halima Arden, right? If you guys don't know Halima Arden, the um, she's a very, very uh, Famous Hijabi model. She started off as um, prom queen at her school, the first prom queen in her school. And then she went on to do pageants, and she I think she either won or she um, was one of the finalists. And famously wore a bikini for the bikini part of the uh, competition, and then went on to become a really big model. She's a Unicef ambassador. She's incredible, right? And with one of the biggest agencies, Vogue covers, like friends with like Naomi Campbell, like incredible incredible woman her now i think it was around last year exposed the industry she went in for it she went into it with a certain you know idea like i'm gonna be bringing such awareness and i'm gonna be bringing like this amazing light and really amplifying hijabi women's voices and being a role model and a face for Mm -hmm. this right and they just literally took
1: the piss out of her Completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a joke. And and I also, but also they they took the piss out of her because they saw hijab as a symbol. They didn't let her be who she was and wear it because she wants to cover because that is just what yeah. she wears. Yeah. But, do you, but do, you, do you understand now my point about the symbolism, about how they've taken it so far that they didn't let a model model how she models because she wears hijab? Mm. so as Salma was saying about the jeans oh yeah, yeah.
2: I said Halima when it came to Levi's um, rather than trying to incorporate her as a hijabi they just put jeans on top of her head yeah because get a I get what a because immense try like i what I've understood is that you said the hijab is so far-fetched from the hijab itself it's become a, so forget the religion aspect now it's just a symbol of the religion yeah, it's right. got nothing to do with the actual religion, right. religious yeah, context yeah. I get that I see you it
0: know? in that as aspect it's almost like for, so, when we're talking about liberals, we're all liberals, obviously, we're, you know.
2: We can't help it.
0: Yeah, um, we're left-wing, all this stuff, but when it comes to, like, liberals in the terms of, and I might get this wrong with the way I word it, so correct me if I do, but liberals in terms of mainstream media connected to that, right? They kind of want to make everything kumbaya, my lord, like super happy families, everything's great. And they do start symbolizing it, but almost in a way of like, look how good we are. We're being inclusive. Yeah, oh, for Pride Month, we're going to make all our logos rainbows, right? But they don't give a shit about you. Yeah, it's it's soulless, it's it's capitalism. Yeah, and it is the, you know, the left do that. At least with the conservatives, it's like, we hate you. Right? Yeah. And we're gonna show we hate you. and no, we're talk then, about we hate okay, you. Okay,
1: so let me let me let me tell you why I disagree and let me tell you why I disagree with the Mac thing, yeah? And I was saying this um earlier. So let's run with the LGBTQ plus how how loads of corporations and companies do rainbows everywhere. Even if it's soulless, they don't believe it, they're just doing it for show. Yeah? I would still rather they not that I rather they do it for show because I definitely don't. There's a lot of education that needs to come behind it. However, it's is I want it to become the norm. So in the same way now with the Nike hijab, yeah, I agree. I I it's all for capitalist gain. They've sweatshops. They've got so many different other problems as well within the whole company that is very, very, very problematic and that doesn't fit the Muslim woman agenda. Yeah, I agree that they're taking the ideas from smaller businesses and companies, and I think that that's absolutely despicable. I agree that they're taking from Hijabi designers, taking their designs and ideas, putting it into to, to Nike Athleisure. That is also absolutely despicable. However, and this is the example that I use, and I will say. It time and time again you have a white man yeah someone who's very far removed from a muslim woman a white man let's say from texas let's say he goes to new york city and he goes into into Sachs avenue and he goes into a nike store yeah so he's gone into a nike store now he sees a black hijabi woman on the cover wearing a black nike hijab with a tick he's never gonna buy a hijab not for himself. Not for his daughter, not for his sister, not for his cousin, not for his auntie, not for his niece, ever. He's probably never, and I'm assuming here, but there's a lot of white men who are like this. He's probably never going to need to buy it. He's probably never going to research into it. However, the fact that he's seen it subconsciously, yeah, he's now seen that Muslim women aren't just, oh, she's just a Muslim woman and she is just Muslim. No, she is a woman who happens to cover and this is right in front of his face, yeah? That yeah, is normal, that it. It, that it normalizes it. However, he is not gonna go and see a niche business and look into it and say, oh my God, wow, it's amazing. It's not about niche business. No, no, but it's all about marketing and it's all about what people perceive. Mm. The reason why it's all about what people perceive is because we just put a law through about what people perceive. Yeah, it's not about marketing. Yeah, it's not about capitalism. Yeah, it's not about putting money into their pockets because it is about hijabi women. It is about Muslim women. However, because of the perception and because of the symbolism, we have laws like this. I'll give you- Do you know what I mean? I know,
0: I understand what you mean, but I'll give you an amazing example of a company doing it right. Mm. Nordstrom, which is like a big department store in America, Mm -hmm. they're doing a collaboration with a small hijabi brand, right? Which is great. They're releasing hijab designs in their department stores. Mm -hmm. That is incredible. Nike can do a collaboration, or
1: Nike can bring that designer. Whether they do, whether they do a collaboration, their listen, team. whichever way they do, I agree with you.
0: I that's, agree that they should one their designer. Thing.
1: These guys have been doing
0: it for years, and they don't get recognition for that. Who are you marketing it for? They're not marketing it for Amy going for a run, right? right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it could be Amy because she could be a revert, yeah. convert, whatever <laughs> you want to call it, but. They're not marketing it for someone who isn't Muslim. They're marketing mm. it for a Muslim. For Muslim, girl. Mm-hmm. so surely you can amplify the Muslim voices mm-hmm. that are talking. It just—I get that behind the scenes,
1: hundred percent. I get that. I but also ter- get your point. It turns into law. Yeah, my the, pro- th- the whole point of this is it's in law now yeah and because it's in not because like of perception yeah. yeah because
0: they don't like it because they don't, they don't see, see it enough yeah, yeah. No. so then we, we're no, always in this it's not because thing. they don't see it enough they don't, they don't accept do us see it enough. they see it too much and they don't like yeah, it because no. it doesn't fit in with their agenda yeah i was
2: gonna but say what that. is their
1: agenda they don't their want
2: agenda. they don't
1: want us in there no no but why because they don't want muslims anywhere that's the because to them it's a symbol yeah? yeah, that Muslim women can't be anything else besides on, being a Muslim woman. It's always gonna be a symbol. Exactly, but this is what I'm saying. When we have things like Nike, who are showing it to be more inclusive, when we have when we have it. when we have the Fencer, yeah, when we have other Olympians, when we have these amazing Muslim hijabi women, yeah, models, everything, obviously in a way that they feel comfortable. With. I am so proud of Halima. Yeah. For, for doing what she's done and speaking up for the way that she spoke up because I know that she loves modelling mm. and I know that she loves being a hijabi and she's so proud of it yeah, yeah? but because they have reduced her just to that yeah this they is a problem other. and now you've made it a law yeah. as i said we could before months ago and months ago and months ago we could argue back and forth back and forth with these big companies that oh yeah i don't agree with the way that you're doing i don't agree with you um just marketing it just because the capital, da, 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 da. i would have run that argument from here until the morning comes however now it changes because it's a law
2: yeah. it yeah. changed yeah. last week yeah
1: my opinion changed last week yeah. my opinion only changed last week because now you can get fired before you couldn't get fired before it was against human rights Yeah, now it's the opposite yeah. that's yeah. the only thing i'm gonna say this is the thing with me so a on that point
2: they don't even accept us to try and like then incorporate us make us mainstream the fact that we're now mainstream is like okay at least we're getting somewhere right but the accepting is not there right On top of that, I feel like, maybe this is my own personal take, but I feel like usually hijabi women are very unproblematic. Like they're, mm. they're not in the tabloid, they're not gonna be like some terrorist or anything. Mm-mm. So there's nothing that they can attach negatively to the hijab Mm-mm-mm. except these laws where it's like, she's oppressed, she doesn't know what she's doing, like she's been told da da da. So I feel like it's just a way to police something they can't control because there's no issues logistically with the hijab, It makes it's a piece of cloth on your head, right? Logistically, people, yeah, people, right. yeah, People wear it for fashion. I've seen people wear it in their little like drop tops with a little like scarf on their head, very Parisian, whatever. But then when it's attached to a religion, now it's a bad thing. And now, like you said, with the laws, now it's like your livelihood is on the line because of material you've now put on your head, right? Mm. And you can wear it in any manner, basically. Like you can wear it as a turban or a hijab properly, whatever that is. And you can now be fired from your from your job. And I feel like it's another way to just basically try and mould us into this cookie cutter like Westernisation, where it's like you're too different, become us, like stop doing this mm. and stuff like that. And then on top of that, the media keeps put like perpetrating this image of hijabis are oppressed and they just want to fall in love with white boys and they want to take off the hijab, like from all these shows, all the, oh. right? And they're not telling the real story, where it's like Halima who perfectly showed. And when she was literally roasting herself on Instagram, she's like, I'm not wearing this right. I didn't wear this like I wanted to. They didn't let me wear it like like I wanted to. Yeah, and she's like, like, I I wish I was stronger. She was too young anyway. She was like a teenager when she Mm. entered the industry. So you're just listening to all these older people. So again and time again, they are trying to police women in another way. Mm. In whatever form that is. Yeah, because
0: when you enter an office environment or let's say you enter a shop or whatever and you see a hijabi working there or you know it's different from everyone else Mm. and they're in your vision you know you're going to notice them straight away and they want to exactly like you said in terms of cookie cutter environment where everyone is the same but you only
2: notice them because the western media makes you notice them because like if you were in Morocco or a different country that's just notice. another woman that's not even a hijabi yeah. that's that's a girl that's a or a whole, woman
0: that's a whole other argument though because we live in a we live in a part of the world where it's so diverse where you have so many different things uh, uh, that's an amazing thing about it but you are gonna have We are going to be the minority here. But it's not included in the
2: diversity. That's the problem. It's not included in the diversity. When it comes to diverse, is you can choose to be a vegan, you can choose to love who you want, you can choose to look the way you want, which is absolutely fine, especially in this day and age. We're all about acceptance. But when it comes to diversity in the Western world, the hijabi is never included in that diversity. Mm -hmm. It's never in that image.
0: But being part of the LGBTQ plus community, you're not visibly... um, you're not visibly gay, right? Being vegan, you're not, you don't have a leaf on your head. Like, you're not visibly vegan, right? It's not, you can still be included in what they want to portray because it's a very, it's something you talk about. It's something you say you are, right? Whereas hijab is something you actually are. You're wearing it. It's a physical thing. So it's not something, unless you take off your hijab, it's not something you can change, right? Mm. So it's different, it's like, they're always going to notice you. And it's always, because it's something you can change, right? It's not like your skin color. You can take off your hijab. They're always going to make you feel like other and they're always going to put that pressure on you of making you, of wanting you to take it off do you understand what i mean but again it's still the same thing
2: of like i wear clothes not to be naked on the road i don't want to be naked on the road i just don't want to show my hair that's all it is it's just the hair the dead cells on my head coming out of my skull i don't want to show them that's all it is it's nothing to do like i can wear completely modest clothing show my hair i'll be fine as soon as i add a material on my head now i'm a problem it's the same decision as me not wanting to show any other part of my body it's just my hair why do you have to see my hair what, what's it to you was my hair got to do with your uh, perception of me or my freedom it's just hair yeah the, i can um, shave it off and you'll still probably make a comment but shaving it off apparently is more like inc- accepted than having a hijab on but i could be shaved under that hijab like there's just to me it doesn't make sense when it comes to that argument because it's like you're making it a symbol like Iman said for a reason that it's not
0: yeah they they're obsessed they're obsessed they're, with it oh 100% they're obsessed with it it makes li- it literally will do no difference, like, to your company. Unless the person there is trying to convert everyone and is trying to th- throw hijabs on everyone's head. I don't know what... But I don't know what them. experiences... It's even just That's literally never, ever happened. No, exactly. I don't know what experiences they're having. It's that just it's so, like... Oh, it's yeah. just so wrong to it's have just, a hijabian in and it and all It is
2: what it is. It's Islamophobia and it's xenophobia. That's exactly it's, what it is. There's nothing to do with anything is, else.
0: There is no kind of other... Way it, to look at and it. And
2: in France, when they force that woman with the bikini on, and they're like, get naked, basically. How yeah, is that yeah, not they, harassment? Yeah. So How is that, and show me your body right now, show everyone. Like, how is so that not harassment? So, in reference
0: to that, there was a, a beach um, where, in France, where um, a hijabi woman wore a bikini, which is um, just basically a long... Kind swimsuit, of swimsuit, yeah, that covers your whole body. It's it's like a scuba, a it looks like a scuba it's diving thing, it's basically a wetsuit, yeah. Um, and they forced her to take off her hijab and they forced her basically to, and police change. got involved, and police got involved, and now it's banned to basically wear that. But it's okay to go surfing in a wetsuit,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I that's get, fine. yeah it's Islamophobia. Yeah. If you are crazy, well,
0: so if crazy. I wear a wetsuit and a swimming cap, it's all good. Guys, we can yeah. go. We can go yeah. to the beach.
1: Yeah. Just
2: don't be don't be Muslim about it. It's this yeah. obsession.
1: It is. It, no, but this is what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Yeah. This law doesn't make sense because they are, they are. They, it's a Muslim ban. That is what it is. Yeah. It's a ban on Muslim women being visibly Muslim. That's what it that, is. That's why Because it, they can't reduce it to a cloth. That's yeah. what
0: pisses me off. It's like there is such a. There's no kind of how do I say it? it? You have on one side these brands promoting hijab, being more inclusive, trying to be more inclusive, and on the other hand, you have this going on, and it's like, so are you accepting me? Do you want to ban
1: me? What is what is the what is because, the answer? Because 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 the brands that do it don't. Uh, this is why I said I agree with your comment. Yeah. No. They don't care for us. No, of course not. They don't give a shit. But the problem lies is when you make it law. This is what I said to you. I said, yes, I would have been against you because of your capitalistic gain. But because of this law, I want you to do more. I want you to show more. I want more hijabi models. I want more. Even if you think that it's from another idea, from another brand, put it in. Put it in Pretty Little Thing. Put it in Misguided. Put it in ASOS. Put it in Boohoo. Put it in everyone. I want more, 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 more. You know why? Because I want it to be even more normal. That's why. And I want every single person to see that it's more normal. That's why. I want everyone to see that it's just a cloth. That's why. I want everyone to see that they can be a part of normal every single day life. So if it comes with capitalistic gains, it comes with capitalistic gains. But you know what? But it's by the, this effects, the it comes, means. It, and, yeah. But this is this is affects people's livelihoods. Yes, people little can't little work little. in the same way with diversity. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, we don't have enough black models. You, you think that they're putting more black models on because uh, they care about the liveliness of black people? No, no. because people will meet no. a no, quota. It's people, they're just meeting the quota. Yeah. yeah. But I would rather. Yeah. There'll be ten more black models. Yeah. And they don't. They don't do it from the heart. But I would still rather there be ten more black models than none and i would still rather there'll be 20 more hijabi models than zero you know why because of a law yeah that's why yeah because people
0: aren't they're not exposed to it they need to be exposed to it more we're lucky i think where we live in london and we like you know the companies that we work in and the places we work in you have to they legally are now becoming more diverse you have to have Diverse panels on interviews and things like that. Um, you know, they try and fill a certain quota. We see it a lot more. We interact with a lot more. You know, with a lot of people from all kinds of. I've backgrounds. still, I've still never been hired by a hijabi. You've never been hired by a hijabi.
1: No, no. I've never same. been in any corporation where senior leadership is a hijabi. No, they've been Muslim, maybe. But have never been a hijabi. The
0: highest. Um, I can't of think of a position any- I've seen a hijabi in. Was ahead of here in school.
1: I don't know any hijabi CEO from the top of my head. Obviously, there are hijabi CEOs. Mm. No, of course not. But, but from the top of my head, can't think of any. Any place that I've worked in, can't think of any. And this is the UK. This is not mm. even But that's a diversity Germany.
2: problem as well. You could say the same thing about black of people. You don't see them at the top. No, of course it's a yeah, diversity
1: yeah. problem. However, th- and I've said this about 20 times, this is a law.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. This is a law. They're backed where, by law now. Do you know what's
1: so interesting? They
0: love to say things like hijabis are oppressed, you know, they, um, they're they controlled by the men in their communities, all of this stuff. Who said that? You're literally controlling us. Yeah, literally. Mm. When I say us, I, I mean hijabi women, but obviously I'm not, but yeah but it's another way of of policing women's bodies again what are you doing so this is my like massive issue with white feminism right with feminism Mm. what's portrayed in the mainstream of like we need to save the muslim women um because they cover up and they are being oppressed and their men are like doing the oppressing they I, don't need to be safe. I was never oppressed. Uh, I was never told to wear the hijab, forced to wear the hijab. I wasn't forced to take it off. Mm. Um, when I took it off, I didn't get any backlash from my parents. Um, everything kind of really went unscathed. What I did get when I was hijabi was oppression from white people. Let's be honest. Mm. I got loads of like xenophobic comments. Yeah. I literally... Really honestly, had some really traumatic incidents happen to me where, like, even talking about it now, I've been, I've taken off my hijab now for almost three years. Like, I still get emotional talking about it. And that is what essentially created such a deep seated insecurity within me that reached a point where I had to take it off. I was gonna say, oh,
2: like, did you feel unsafe?
0: And like, certain spaces that you, occupy when you are wearing a scarf you feel like the imposter syndrome to a whole nother level and you're well in my case anyway constantly like feeling like eyes are on you and you're trying to please people from the community and from your religion by you know showing good representation and at the same time you're trying to please western society white people that you are you should be accepted by them and that is really conflicting because you want to work your way up at work you want to work your way up in uni you want to show a good impression and you want to show like i am not what the media portrays me at and it's so much pressure Mm. and that i just got to a point where i was like this is really affecting my mental health Mm. and i've taken it off now it's been almost three years right and I'm still affected by those instances where I've had really bad xenophobic comments made at me. I've had jokes made at me. I've had, you know, microaggressions and stuff said to me from friends, Um, you know, and it's just like, it gets too much. And I've come from a place of privilege where I'm like, this is part of my identity. I get oppressed for it. I can take it off and then I can be accepted into society. Mm-hmm. People who... But you, but you
1: still won't be accepted into obviously, society. Obviously, at
0: the end of the day, we are women you of color, yeah. yeah. you know? Like, we're, n- we're not gonna get accepted to a certain extent. And I still have a lot of like, some of that trauma, and mm. I carry that and I still feel imposter syndrome like everyone else. But it's a lot less. It's a lot less. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm lucky in the way that I, you know, I'm a bit ambiguous in the way I look. Yeah, I look Middle Eastern, but you don't necessarily quickly assume I'm a Muslim as soon as you see me. Mm. Whereas when you wear a hijab, that is Mm. 100% the assumption. You could be a white person and you wear a hijab and you will get oppressed, Mm. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is, you are. You're being oppressed for being Muslim. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're adding that level of of oppression to you. Mm. And it upsets me in the way that. It got to the point where i felt the need that i needed to take it off Mm -hmm. i wish i was stronger and i could have kept it on at the end of the day i felt like i was wearing it more as a political statement than i was as a religious thing Mm -hmm. as a religious symbol i don't feel like my values with hijab align with my values and religion it's not something that i feel like i needed to keep on for a modest purpose but it became a political thing for me where it was like, I will show you, I will do this and I will disrupt your you know, your community and whatever, and I will do what I want and I'll get far and I'll keep it on. And the one thing so when I did take it off, I sat my parents down and before I before I ever took it off or before I ever walked out of my house without hijab, I sat my parents down, I had a conversation with them and I said to them, Look, this is how I feel, X, Y, and Z and I'll be taking off the hijab. I was like, I need to respect them. This is something that they, you know, believe in. My mom was a hijab, my sister wears a hijab, my other sister has taken it off as well now after me. But I was like, I'm never gonna do something where it's like someone from the community sees me outside and it's like, they see it as disrespectful, me taking it off and like, you know, my family don't know. And I was like, this is something I have to be really authentic about and straightforward and tell them, have a proper conversation with them and a discussion about it. Um, I literally wore it for 12 years of my life. Um, it's not a short amount of time. Um, and so I had that conversation, and I don't, the only thing like I got from it, there was no shame, there was no anger or any animosity, but there was just kind of sa- a bit of sadness mm-hmm. and a bit of disappointment, mm-hmm. and people have to understand that that comes from, this is their belief their whole life, and mm-hmm. then me saying, you know, I know I was raised this way, but I'm going to choose otherwise. Mm -hmm. And they were honestly brilliant, so like respectful and understanding because they knew how much damage it was doing. This is the level that it's come to. This is the level it's come to. So many hijabi girls have taken off their hijab because they just feel like they can't live in the skin that they're in because
1: of how society society makes you feel. And then um, imagine, sorry to cut, imagine all of that. So imagine there's somebody who's like on the brink yeah, yeah of taking it off and they introduce a law
0: yeah 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 it's good and it's like i feel like the verdict this like the verdict that has come to like i don't know i feel like it's just going to create more trouble of yeah i agree i agree
1: more animosity because, at work because people who had to take it off well then because I, me personally as i said yeah i don't wear hijab i've never worn the hijab but i can only imagine if i was to wear hijab and i was in a workplace and it was law for law for them to make up their own rules and then they told me to take it off and let's say for whatever reason i had to stay in that workplace because it to be honest i would probably leave that workplace as opposed to take it off but i'm not gonna I completely understand why there's going to be women who would have to take it off. If I had to take it off best believe trust and believe I'm going to be the most visibly Muslim woman you've ever come across <laughs> in yeah. your whole entire life. I and I don't even know what being visibly Muslim is because that's not even a thing. Yeah. But I'm just whatever the I'm, I'm going to pray in front of is. all of you lot and yeah, I'm going to I'm going to literally be get as me a prayer visi- room. get me a prayer like I'm going to be as visibly Muslim yeah, yeah, in every yeah. single other way that I can be because vi- yeah. Yeah. The on, the only thing my dad said to
0: me when I did take it off was I'm sad you made it through, you know, school wearing a hijab and you did whatever you wanted to do in school and you like showed them and you wore a hijab, you made it through university and you wore a hijab. And he was like, you got your first job wearing a hijab. Like, you've ticked all these boxes. You traveled on your own, Mm, right, mm, wearing a hijab. hijab. And you made that, like, you overcame so many hurdles that a lot of hijabi women can't, and you Mm. did it. And he was like, I just know you're going to achieve so much more, and I wish you could have done it with that symbol. Yeah. And a part of me does wish that, but Mm. it is so difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's so difficult. No, it's
2: true. And on the side, like, you know when you were mentioning, like, the events that you've gone through, I mean, I've known. I know maybe. I mean, I've never been a hijabi, but like my sisters are hijabi, my mom's a hijabi. I know maybe five or six girls who have removed their hijab because of how unsafe they felt in certain mm. situations because the Western society allows them that stuff to happen. I don't know if you guys remember maybe like a couple of years back, but there was that CCTV footage of that girl in the underground and someone and pushed her pushed, onto the tracks yeah. and literally, I don't. She like she survived. Like thank God she survived, um, but like her life was on the line because of a cloth on her head. And I know people who, I know a girl from uni where she was literally walking to the local Tesco's and a guy just dumped his food on her because of her hijab, like no other reason. And this is a personal story, but I was really young. I think I was in a pram at this point. Maybe I was like one. And my mum actually experienced like huge Islamophobia where she was um, somewhere in central London and she'd gone to McDonald's. And again, she can't speak very good English she's wearing a hijab i mean she looks white but she's wearing a hijab she's visibly muslim Absolutely, in this yeah. society and she went to go past this like woman and her pram right and she went and she just kind of like um went by her and she assumed she was like did you just hit my baby or whatever and she literally slapped my mom in the face oh my like clean Aww. on her and my mom didn't know what to do she's new to this country she's got a baby with her she was just shaking so she literally apologized to her and then went back to me to look to make sure i'm safe and i'm like how can this be allowed? Like, how can this yeah. be a thing where it's like you just make this connotation with a cloth on someone's head and you assume you can hand like you can manhandle them like that? Yeah. And it, it makes me really upset because obviously it's like my yeah. mom and that makes me upset. But it's like now with this law in place, I can only imagine how unsafe it is, mm. how like uneasy all these women and girls are now because of their hijab and they feel at risk because now the law's against them. Yeah. It's like exactly. a completely now,
1: different now playing field. To, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. And that and that is why as well I I've kept on saying that I don't see it as a symbol. I don't see it as a symbol because this is how much we have to reduce it to. Yeah. We have to reduce it to guys please it's just a cloth, it's just a cloth. For them to, to understand, to, for, them to, for them to understand, and just yeah. be like, please, because I'm not they've othered it so much. Because they've othered it so much. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. mean to say that it's not a symbol because of uh, we're not proud to be or hijab is not proud to be Muslim or anything. I don't mean it in that way. I mean it to say like, guys, let's just say that it's not a symbol to just to show them that it's just yeah. not Islamic. Yeah. Not just not that it's not Islamic because it is Islamic. But let's just show them that that is not just all about us. Let's just show them that we. As you, said, as you said uh, as that it's normal like as you said that they want everyone to be neutral you can be neutral and wear hijab yeah. no but they Do you know what i mean and that's why i'm saying yeah like they should just yeah. say it's just don't attach these that's connotations exactly. but like, they
0: love making you feel like other because it's against their agenda this is the thing yeah. yeah like even an experience i had in university with a lecturer so um i studied architecture at uni and Which is already to, a very, um, it's a very male dominated white and male-dominated field. And male yeah. dominated field yeah. To be honest, our year was quite diverse, but yeah, no, it is really, really bad. Um, so we had to go measure an underground station. Mm. That was like one of our tasks to do. And he just kind of like looked at me and joked with me. He was like, maybe you shouldn't go. And he thought we were chummy-chummy, right? Uh, what does that you even mean? He was like, what maybe you mean? shouldn't go. He was like, you'll be looked at funny uh, measuring an underground station. And I just played so stupid. I was like, I don't understand. What do you mean? Good he was like, you know, because, you know, you wear He actually headscarf. went into it and explained like, because you wear a headscarf, you know, people are going to be giving you looks, you know, you remember what happened. I was like, I don't get it. You're good. He was like, oh, you know, I was like, that's not funny. You're good. And he was like, oh, you just don't get it. You just don't understand it. You don't get the joke. And I was no, like, you're a waste I was man. like, a joke no. is supposed to be funny. My God. But... I wow. felt like absolute shit. And this yeah, guy, babe. this this lecturer, he done so much shit, oh my god. Like, just a lot of stupid <laughs> stuff. <Exposing>. Another experience <laughs> I had, at the time I didn't think anything of it, but obviously with these things, when you grow up, you're like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Where we were in school, and Amman and We went to the same school. And um, it's a performing arts school, so we uh, mandatory, we had to do dance. And our studio, it was an all-girls school, So when I would go to the studio to practice, my teacher was female, everyone was female, so I would take off my hijab, practice, it would just be easier. Didn't have Nike hijabs. (laughs) It would just be easier, and we would have our dance class, and then we would go to the changing rooms, get changed, put my headscarf back on, and I'd go. Every time I would take off my scarf, oh my God, your hair is amazing, you look so much prettier without it, why do you wear it, please don't wear it. To the point where one time, this girl who I thought was my friend, hid my hijab
2: what?
0: in the changing room hid my hijab and I was looking for it for like half an hour to the point I started crying I was late to my oh. next lesson and I was like where the hell is my hijab I was like guys this isn't funny like what's going on where is it and then the girl who hid it came up to me she was like oh my god I didn't mean to like make you so sad you just look so much prettier without it so I just thought like maybe you shouldn't wear
1: it she definitely wasn't in my class <laughs> <laughs> and and you know who this is cuz i told you yeah Yeah. But, she was not in my class and she was like a lovely class, girl and listen, she was not in any of our classes she was a lovely girl classes, and obviously cuz sabas <laughs> friends listen. was with me and we was the minority group and we would if anyway we known, listen she, she knows she, that we would have she was lovely mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. she was
0: a lovely girl and i'm sure she didn't mean it in Any kind of way at the time, come on, she's 15, and I'm no, 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 they'll, they'll try listen, to control eight. you. Listen, 15 I'm, is a big and boy, I'm eight. sure, and I'm sure, and this time with everything that goes on, Mm-mm. with I'm it sure, that, to go back in time, I'm sure that kind of situation <laughs> would never happen in a school like oh, no, that's a lie, it probably does, mm, definitely would. But uh, unfortunately, I, I really, I'd really like to think and I'd really like to hope that something like that doesn't happen as much in this day and age, right? People have some, you know self-awareness not to do something I but don't she think told so because you know what at the time but this is the thing I was so brainwashed at the time I was like oh she thinks I'm really pretty <laughs> and, <laughs> and
1: you know what you know I, mean? I was like oh it's yeah. okay but just
0: give it to me but I felt like this feeling in the pit of my stomach where I was like I'm never gonna get accepted
1: by these bitches because yeah. you don't see me as a human being mm. With it on, and Saba knows she knows it because I was very, very, very overprotective over Saba. I'm still Aww. very overprotective over Saba, but Sabah knows if she would have told me, then she, she, you already know, <laughs> you already know what would have happened. Yeah, that's that's why she would've she would've have I would have shut down every honestly. She been the amount of time Saba has, Saba's only told me about a few times in school, and the way they got, they didn't get, the was they didn't my get yeah, I didn't yeah. get physically battered because I did not believe in physical abuse. However, they got, see my mouth, you see my Run tongue, it. see what <laughs> was when we was younger
0: Iman ran shit
1: I'm not gonna lie am I scared I, re- I would good
0: to Iman I'm not scared I'm not gonna lie was my bodyguard like, do something listen, no I was doing five anything. foot nothing yeah. <laughs> no and Amon was tall and she would intimidate way. you there was so no way go, there was no way someone would step into supper like
1: that there was no way
0: listen I got some beef and <laughs> I've got you son <laughs> give, <laughs> me, the give me the location
1: give me the location give me the
0: person I got you she fought my battles and I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> okay. I wish I had Iman it's in okay. my school. It's Iman, okay. yeah, Honestly. Iman was great. Yeah. It was just yeah. I'm really I'm getting angry now
1: at her. Yeah.
0: But so yeah. little things like that. I used to from one of my best friends not my best friend anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> she used to always be like, Oh, you're so pretty for a hijabi. This is where the name from You're the pretty show for a podcast came from. Yeah. But um she used to be like you're so pretty for a hijab, you know. And I remember another friend was like, "Yeah, you like really show a different perspective of what a hijabi girl should be like. Like this is like good. Like I like this. Like this is acceptable." She was white. Um, yeah. But
2: that's again. just like another one where they're like, "Oh, you don't talk black." Like that's just yeah, stupid. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah, hell yeah. are you yeah. saying to me? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. She just. But as I said earlier, like. I feel like even without the hijab, there's going to be certain things that you're just not going to be accepted by within the workplace. So, for example, and this is not just where I work now, this is where I've worked all the time. Like, I've never been invited to pubs and shit like that. Like, I don't drink alcohol and they know that and they just deliberately exclude you because and this is after they find out you're muslim because there's a massive islamophobic agenda out there especially those who choose to practice their religion so once they get past the barrier of me might not be visibly Muslim because I don't wear hijab but then they realise that I am Muslim they're still anti-me mm. because I am Muslim. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Are you not going to be invited so, to those social events I can progress your career of course not. Of but course you're not, not. going to be there?
0: But if not. I met you but that's because you're vocal about it right? You make, yeah. it, you make it a clear statement when you start a place mm-hmm. hey I'm Muslim whether you're saying oh you know what Sorry, it's one thing i I'm gonna go pray, or something like that, or yeah. whatever. Or when
1: people, uh, do you know how many people have said to me, oh, like, uh, this is- Come, let's me. go for a drink. Come, let's go, or no, let's say we're out in a restaurant, because bearing in mind, I go to every restaurant, every bar, every place, I will always find something on the menu, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, even, even if we go to like a place that only serves pork, I will get the vegan option, like, I'll get the salad. Mm. Yeah. Or if we go to a bar, if there's no mocktails on there, I'm I'll get a, a lemonade or I get a coke or a Red Bull or what. Yeah, like yeah. I will always find something on the menu. And when they ask me, oh, um, oh, do you not drink? Oh no, I don't drink alcohol. Or oh, is, is it? Are you Muslim? Or and I say, oh yeah, I am. Like that's how it will come out. Mm. And then that's when the discrimination will start. Mm. So it's not even necessarily me being like, uh, you know, as you were saying earlier about you being neutral. I believe I'm very neutral. I'm. I be, even you know, within my political work. A lot of places that I've worked, so you have to be politically neutral. Yeah. And I am politically neutral. I can be friends with whoever I, you believe, whatever you I I believe. I can't be friends
0: with whoever. I can be acquaintances <laughs> Sorry, and not colleagues friends. with whoever. Yeah, that's true. But it's I will true, be honest, actually. I can't be yeah, close true. to you yeah, same. If, if you if,
1: are... If you're that different from me. Right, yeah. this is true. This is true. I I'll, agree be, with that. I'll be
0: from work, colleagues, and I'll be friendly. Yeah, yeah. Work, colleagues, out fine. to fine. Eat. Yeah. Cool, yeah. No
1: problem. Yeah, yeah, But to come to my house, like, yeah, it's true. I agree with you on that one. But th- that's, that's the point I'm trying to make is that I can be completely neutral, completely neutral, and I can work really effectively. It will not affect my work. As long as you're not EDL, yeah, uh, it's fine. So that's another reason as to why I believe that this is an anti-Islamic agenda, even though they're posing it as something that's like neutral, neutral, because it's never neutral. No. Because me, as someone who doesn't wear hijab, who is neutral, and when they find out I am Muslim, yeah, I am always excluded. I am always marginalized mm. because there is always an anti-Islamic agenda. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, and I, I think I think you're right. I think you're completely right. And I, I just really hope it doesn't get worse than it is. Do you guys, just to end on a question, do you guys think that companies are actually gonna take this into play? Yeah. And start using it and saying not like,
1: in the UK
2: yeah thankfully we've left the EU so that law actually doesn't yeah. apply to us not
1: but we, but even even if we were still in the EU I think that UK it companies would, would take no. are you sure that? because yeah, we're
0: in a bubble in London no, but I, I understand yeah I, I agree with I yeah, agree with someone in the too. sense that we're in a bubble in London like you might get a tiny like little cafe in god knows where in the outskirts of yeah whatever that
1: will implement it I, I think but I think that Honestly, from now on, the next step of action that we need to take is to start boycotting the companies. 100% because money talks. Boycotting the companies that will not hire. It would be a very, very hijabis. stupid move
0: from like big, big corporations. I don't think it would be that. I think it would be like small little yeah. um,
1: businesses
0: because
2: but the thing right. is how are we going to know they're discriminating against hijabis like they, they're they not going to be like because oh, sorry, that,
1: because, because uh, hijabis that might work there they might say to them no we, but yeah. not even that
2: let's say for example that now the hijabis are in the business mm-hmm. now hijabis can't get into the business because they're just the applications are being like deleted like yeah. they'll see the hijab and they're like oh we're not you, you didn't you make know. the car you,
0: you know how here you get a statement at the bottom of an application like we expect we accept people from diverse backgrounds please like brackets accept yeah. the hijab but then, yeah. but then we, we choose to hire people from beam please apply for your beam whatever yeah yeah, right? yeah, you might get we do
1: not accept any religious covering
2: yeah but that's what i'm saying like mm. but we won't know that unless you're either applying to it
1: but then if they do apply and they get rejected i'm sure the companies will be able to say because they have legal backing, backing. to say sorry um to progress with your yeah. application but they'll just, just not give feedback just be like we accept
0: uh, no one from, uh, it's, it's not except, but it'll probably be in a um, in your work where. You know, no, but guys, we don't something. even get you know, feedback back know. on
2: interviews. They're not gonna be like, yeah, because you're wearing a hijab, we're not letting you come in. They're just not gonna say anything. it's just gonna be like, It'll be the application, delete. maybe, maybe, mm. maybe. You don't know. Yeah, but then they won't say it, so we can't boycott it technically. Cause we won't know. It'll just be like a yeah. An, so,
1: we're, so we're relying on the hijabis that are already there. We'll to tell exactly. Us yeah. To because it when
2: they yeah, exactly. And hopefully they don't get fired or whatever it is, because otherwise we're not gonna know. But,
1: but to be honest, like,
0: even if I was still wearing a headscarf and I worked in a company that implemented that law, I'd leave. I wouldn't you say that, but you don't
1: know. Like, if you're a single mother, dip- and if, if, if you're like, it dip- you yeah, of course, it
0: depends on the circumstances. On the circumstances. Mm. Mm. We're in privileged positions, but like, but yeah, for the majority, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would leave, like, if. But would you speak up?
1: And say something? Yeah, like yeah, would absolutely. You, like would. You say, I would I like,
0: yeah. If I if I made the decision that I was leaving. Yeah,
1: if you made the decision, then yeah. obviously I would. You would say up. like, this is one of the companies that made me leave because of yeah, or
0: anonymously.
1: Mm. yeah even anonymously yeah yeah just call them out that is what if there's any like European listeners or anyone who's got like family in Europe and stuff like that like genuinely not even just the Muslim community because this is not exclusive to the Muslim community this is to anyone who cares about the freedoms of women Mm. yeah it's not even Muslim women it's not even about white, black, Asian, Arab just the freedoms of women because it's the policing of only women it's Mm. not policing of Muslim men It's the policing on Muslim women, even though there is anti-Islamophobia towards Muslim men once they find out they are they are Muslim. Mm. But as you said, and as as we've even as us, even as us, when you have on the hijab, you know that person is a Muslim. So and that first barrier, yeah, is only towards women. So Mm -hmm. if you just as a woman or as a man who cares about issues such as this, and you should care about issues such as this. Just spread the word and just research. And I myself haven't researched and I'm going to research into the corporations and keep a really close eye on it to see the corporations that will be implementing this within yeah. their policies. Mm-hmm. I
0: think, um, just to wrap up, um, for the next episode, if you are a hijabi or a Muslim woman and you have had any experiences that you want to share or you want to like bring up about issues within our community or issues you've experienced in um you know western society and all of that um yeah just send a message over to mm. us we'll speak about it we'll bring it up in our next episode the next episode will be focused on um our experiences with hijab um and from a community perspective with religion and how we fit in so thank you guys for listening and until next time thank you thank you, thank you. bye, bye.